With the state taking a phasing-in approach to returning to work and commerce, what should workers be doing to keep yourselves safe in workplaces and retail business locations? Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. On this edition, we get right to how to keep yourself safe when at work on transit and returning children to daycare. All are essential knowledge because reopening doesn't mean the pandemic is over by any means. As we continue our social distancing, with us is the Chief Medical Officer at the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, Dr. Eric Frantz. If you think back at this this whole uh, pandemic, when when it started, we were trying to get a lot of tests done so we could see if it was here. Then we went into this phase where we didn't have enough tests to test everybody, and we said, hey, you know, if you've got a bad headache, cough, fever, you may, may have covid if you're otherwise okay, though, stay home and don't get tested. And now we're moving back into a place where, if anything, we want you to get tested. We want you to pay attention to whether you have uh, COVID and these symptoms, because if you do, we really want to be sure that you're staying home so you're not getting other people sick. So yeah. um, th- things have evolved over time in that regard. If you If you're feeling like you have a fever, a cough, headache, chills, muscle aches, difficulty breathing, uh, any of that, it'll be really important that you say, hey, i got to stay home, and i got to stay home and get tested if I can, or just stay home and isolate myself so no one else is getting sick. So if they can uh, talk to their employer about doing um, telework, you know, things like that, it will be to the company's advantage and their own so that they can uh, quarantine themselves until the uh, until the symptoms go away. The good thing, too, is that we've all had four to six weeks of working from home and learning how to do that. And yeah. so um, it would actually be best if you can continue to stay and work from home if you're if you've evolved to a place where your your business can let that, that be done. Otherwise, if you're going back to work, we're saying only half of the staff should be there and we should be thinking about how we're spacing things out so that we reduce the chance of you getting sick while you're there. But first and foremost, uh, work from home if you can uh, because there's a lot of people out there who can't afford to get sick, the vulnerable populations in general, and we want to be sure that we keep social contacts down uh, so that this virus doesn't spread in our community. For those who have to go back and do get back into the workplace itself, I guess you could call it workplace etiquette in case they're sneezing or coughing. and uh, they got to make sure that they can cover their faces and do a lot of hand washing once they're there to, to keep themselves safe as well. Yeah, I think it actually begins with the commitment by each of us to say, I'm going to be safe so that, I don't get anybody else sick, or I don't get sick and bring it and spread it to somebody else. Uh, I've been impressed by the brief little outings I've had where people seem to be um, putting themselves together in a way at work that minimizes risk. So I had a mail something last week, and I went to a mail store, and they had only one door open, and everybody naturally lined up outside six to ten feet apart, everybody was wearing a mask, everybody seemed to be patient. And I thought, ah, this is a very hopeful sign that we are, as a society, each individual 
is taking responsibility and saying, I'm going to be careful so that I don't get other people sick. They let each of us in. Everybody had a mask. They minimized touching inside, and they let us out a back door. And I'm impressed that businesses are using their creativity to come up with a solution that says we can still do business while we also reduce social contact so that people stay safe and healthy. And so when you're going back to work, think about your creative juices. What can we do that's a little different that's going to minimize the chance that any of us are going to get sick or bring that sickness home to uh, one of our family members? Yeah, minimizing contact. I guess that's the key. Um, I know one of the things is, uh, you know, minimize sharing of tools or equipment as possible, letting somebody use your phone or sit at your computer station. You know, by not allowing that, you're able to minimize that contact. Yes. I'd say there's two broad things that people ought to be thinking about. One is about how this virus can spread through the air and the space you're in and whether or not a cough, a sneeze, or singing or talking might might express the virus into that space through the air. And the second is on surfaces. And so if I've touched my nose and then I touch a doorknob and I happen to be sick and didn't know it yet, um, I've just helped spread that virus. So think about these two main areas. Uh, One is... How do we make a safe workplace for the air we all breathe? And secondly, how do we make a safe uh, workplace from the things we touch and we put our hands on? Should the employee uh, bring, I don't know, some uh, cleaning products, but sanitizers and stuff? uh, Because, you know, when they touch the counters where they're working or handrails going upstairs, workstations, doorknobs or that one you leave to the employer to take care of and you just look and see and make sure they're doing it for you. Yeah, absolutely. So from a from a touching uh, of objects in, in the work site, you, you should ask the question of your employer, tell me what you're doing to clean my workspace so that it's safe. How often is it being cleaned and, and how are you doing that? Um, and then you can bring in your own air, uh, material to do cleaning and disinfecting. And note that the mm-hmm. two are different. You, you clean to take off big chunks of stuff, and after you've cleaned it, you disinfect it with uh, uh, either a disinfectant that you buy or one that you make from home with uh, diluted uh, bleach in a spray bottle uh, or 70% alcohol a wipe or something like that. So when you think about your workspace, maybe you're fortunate enough to be in a desk or something where you're always in the same spot. Uh, yeah. have you, is, it, is it cleaned? Uh, can you bring in a little bottle, let's say uh, a squirt bottle, with some um, water and bleach? The Centers for Disease Control, CDC, uh, gives recommendations that uh, have four teaspoons of chlorine bleach in a quart bottle of a spray bottle is what you could use to disinfect your your workspace. Um, Mm -hmm. Bleach, as you know, when you buy it at the store, um, it should be the one that says it's got chlorine in it. Some of them are non-chlorine, but for a disinfectant, you want the chlorine bleach. And uh, it should be 5 to 8% concentration of chlorine 
in the chlorine bleach you buy. Then take it and either add a third a cup to a whole gallon, and uh, you can use that for cleaning off, uh, I should say, disinfecting uh, countertops, uh, or you can put four teaspoons in a quart bottle and use that as a spray to clean, to disinfect your, your countertops. Um, probably if you're using something to disinfect your iPhone or your computer screen, you ought to check with the manufacturers to say how, how do they want you to clean off your phone or your electronics. You can use like a, an alcohol wipe, 70% alcohol wipe on the surfaces to help clean those. Yeah, you do yeah, that no. every two, two, to, two to four hours. Uh, just yeah, that's what I was going to ask, how often to do it. So you said do it every two yeah. to four hours? Yeah, you know, it kind of depends, too, on on the situation, right? Because if I'm sitting in a quiet spot and I'm able to just have me in that space, I don't necessarily need to do it, you know, every two hours. But if it's a more communal area, then, you know, every two hours would be a good idea. This is probably something that everybody doesn't think of, but because I like to eat, I do. Managing lunchtime in the workspace. Mm. Now, some restaurants are open, some are not. Shall I bring my lunch if I go out yeah. someplace? As soon as I get back, i got to wash hands and touch stuff again. How do I manage lunch? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, you know, for me, I if I can bring my own lunch, I tend to eat healthier. So you might think of... This time of COVID is a try, time to try a new habit, which might be to pack your, pack your own lunch uh, and give that a go. Maybe try it one day a week to start and then expand it if you can. Um, uh, that's always a, a good a good approach. Uh, if you're if you're you know going out to a restaurant in the neighborhood, maybe you walk to it. Be sure that you're wearing your mask and maybe keeping your hands in your pockets as you. Uh, distance yourself six feet from others as you uh, go up to place your order. And uh, I think we have the advantage of hopefully, knock on wood, nice weather coming up mm-hmm. here for the summer months. And um, the idea of, of sitting outside where there's a little more air and mo- air movement to enjoy your lunch and you can spread out, I think, would be um, a, a great approach. You know, yeah. I think... Yeah. Um, I was saying before that while you think about the surfaces you touch, you should also think about the air that we're breathing. And um, if your traditional lunchroom is an enclosed small space where six to ten people might come in and you're not real sure about how well ventilated it is, this might be a time not to have your lunch in that space, but... uh, find another place that might be more open or outdoors in general uh, yeah. rather than in a closed-in spot where people are tending to come. Yeah, yeah that, that, that lunch thing, you know, as I said, I love to eat, so this came right to mind. After I'm back in the office again, if somebody gets sick or I get sick there, I saw some recommendation that the workplace should have a, a place to quarantine them. I was thinking maybe I should just go home, <laughs> you know, but... Yeah. Uh, which one of those options uh, should work best? Yeah, well, we have all had that experience where we get up in the morning and we're feeling pretty well and we go into work mm-hmm. and by 
10 or 11 in the morning, you start saying, geez, I think I got a headache and I'm feeling kind of achy. And you're starting to get a hint that, gee, maybe you're actually getting sick. The best thing to do is to say, listen, I'm, I'm feeling something on. I got to go home. And, right. uh, leave in the office right then or your workspace. And so, uh, hopefully you've, you've got, there's an expectation by your bosses that they want to, they want to know if you're not feeling well because they don't want to have you there either. Uh, you're likely to get other people sick if you stay. Uh, you're certainly infectious when you start getting those achy feelings. So sure. it's a good time to get out of there. If there's a reason that you can't actually get from the office to your home um, until later in the day, then certainly having a, a different room that you could be isolated in so that you're not exposing yourself to others and potentially getting others ill is a, is a good... Should I be wearing a face mask while I'm at my desk? Uh, I think you should. Maybe, again, there's a bit of it, though, that it, it depends, you know, um, in the sense that if, if you have uh, a space where you're sitting there alone and there aren't people coming in and out, um, and, or uh, th- then maybe you can you'd be all right without wearing that mask the whole time. But if instead um, you happen to to be walking down the halls a lot or in a, a cubicle area with a lot of other people, I recommend yeah. wearing the mask. Uh, the mask is um, helpful because it will stop the larger droplets that come out of your breath uh, from spreading. If you happen to cough or sneeze, it will hold those in the mask themselves rather than let them pass around into the air where they may land on something and then become a, a touch a transmission site or somebody might breathe them in. Uh, so wearing the mask at work is is ideal. Uh, there may be some situations where you're not around people uh, and taking the mask off um, would be fine. There are others, too, who may have a reason that they can't wear masks comfortably. Uh, Maybe they have an abnormality of their mouth or nose or something that makes it particularly difficult for them to breathe. And if that's the case, they should speak to their employer about whether there can be accommodations made so that they can either be in a place where they can work without wearing a mask or uh, maybe do uh, a different job somewhere so that... um, They'll be separated from folks in a more safe way. Dr. Eric France, Chief Medical Officer of the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, is our guest on this edition. Our topic is keeping oneself safe when returning to workplaces and retail spaces. Many, many thanks to him for his insight and direction. Now, supplemental information is available to you online at the special website, covid19.colorado.gov. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay in your game. Keep safe. And many, many thanks to you as well for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.